Hello and welcome to Moneyline. This is Matt McCall. Thanks for joining me today. We have a very special show. We're talking stocks. It's a stock show. That's what we're talking about. I got tons of tickers for you. Get ready. You might see even got a little beautiful background. You might hear some wind from time to time, but hell, this is reality. Let's roll with it. And again, coming up on Moneyline, lots of stocks took your questions. So much to cover this first show of the new year. And here we go. Let's get started. The buck starts here. Moneyline with Matt McCall. Again, thanks for joining me. This is Matt McCall. As you can see, maybe, you know, I, I did not plan on still being doing shows down here. I'm supposed to fly back tomorrow. Uh, you can see the Pacific Ocean behind me here. Uh, I actually um, extended my stay several more weeks because offices are closed. There's nothing to do in Baltimore. Restaurants are closed. So uh, why not use this as my office? And boy, I tell you, you get it's amazing how people say like, oh, have fun on vacation. Yeah, you call it vacation because I have this beautiful scenery behind me uh, from my patio. I will say this though. I get more work done down here twice as much. And I think I get a lot done back at home at the office uh, than I would at the office or working for my home office. I mean, it is absolutely amazing. It's just invigorating scenes behind us. So, as you might see, I got a bit of a haircut here. I tried it myself, it didn't work too well. So then uh, I found out there's a gentleman here in, in Nicaragua in the local area that cuts hair. So Manuel came over this morning to cut my hair. Um, it cost me uh, like 250 Cordobas, so like six bucks or so, uh, not even. I gave him 500 Cordobas. And uh, boy, he did, I mean, it looked kind of funky, but he did such a particular job. He was here for 45 minutes. He's 40 years old, he's got four kids, grandkids, so he's gonna come come by every week and we'll keep sending him some money, keep him and his uh, kids, get him ready for school. So um, I am here in Nicaragua, as many of you know, and but that doesn't stop what's going on in the market, doesn't stop what's going on around the world, doesn't matter where the hell I am. Uh, right now we have uh, the markets, it's about one o'clock, 1.15 uh, East Coast time here on uh, Tuesday, January 5th, 2021. Again, Happy New Year, I've said that before, but. I feel like I've said it so many times, but it's the fifth now, so Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, if you see me glance down here, it's where my computer's set up. If you saw my setup right now, uh, you'd be laughing. It's like a table on top of a table with this thing. Uh, the guy below me is actually CEO of a company, and he's working here for several months from Canada, but he's got a nice setup, so I might see if I could get his setup uh, for the next show. But again, what matters is the content I'm going to give you, and i got a lot of good content here for you today. Market's up today though, right now, we got the S&P up about a half percent, about 17 points, Dow's about 135, uh, NASDAQ up 67, all up about a half percent. Leading the way though, uh, we had the Russell 2000, small mid cap stocks up 1.6%. And I've been telling you for months, small cap mid cap, that's where you wanna be. That's where most of our portfolios are positioned. Uh, and I think that's gonna continue to be an outperformer uh, for this year and, and well beyond. So um, also Bitcoin, just so you know, I've been, since I've seen you last, uh, Bitcoin rallied through 30,000, through 34,000. Uh, I can't check Bitcoin on here, I guess I could. Uh, but every time I go to um, the Coinbase to check it, uh, it's funny because it gives it to me in Nicaragua and Cordoba and so for a million. So we're just under 33,000 right now in Bitcoin. Things look great. Uh, we've had a lot of questions about Bitcoin, Ethereum. I mean, that made a hell of a run from 700 up through 1,000. We're just under 1,100 right now. Still is a way to go to catch up to Bitcoin, in my opinion. <coughs> Excuse me. So when I look at Bitcoin, and I always say buy on pullbacks. Well, in the last 48 hours or so, we had a pullback in Bitcoin where it fell from 34 and change down to 27 and change. You may have been sleeping during that, and I apologize for the wind. It does get a bit windy here in Nicaragua. But 
um, use those as opportunities to buy. And, and I don't know what, what the next pullback's gonna be, but you will see volatility, and when you do get that volatility, if you're looking to get in, that's when you buy. And I, I can't give you a price, because I don't know what that price is gonna be, to be honest with you. All right, so before we jump into the show, what we're doing today is, um, I was looking at stocks that look good. You know, basically, uh, stocks that are breaking out, and I found some other comparable stocks. And so we're gonna talk about some stocks that are doing well and why I picked them. Uh, we're going to talk about Alibaba. A lot of people talking about that and some alternatives to Alibaba, even though I like Alibaba here. Um, and then I took uh, five stocks uh, that, that Twitter followers uh, put out there for us. So before I get into that, and somebody, a few people asked this question, and I try to cover as much as possible, but people are asking what my thoughts are on the overall market. As, as many of you know, long-term bullish, uh, roaring 2020s. Uh, the book keeps getting delayed because they keep updating things, but I hope to get it out very soon. Uh, all the investment themes for the Roaring 2020s, many of you know what they are already. So when it comes to my view on the market and short-term day-to-day, I, I don't know. Um, Medium-term, still bullish. I think in the very short-term, if I had to say, I think we're a bit overextended and we're just due for a little bit of a pullback. But that pullback could be 3 or 4% in the major averages. And, you know, certain sectors will be up there in those days and certain sectors will be down. We saw some of the SPACs get hit recently, some of the EV stocks get hit recently, but money rotated into some of the more boring sectors. So I think you're always gonna see money coming in, it's just gonna rotate from sector to sector. That's why you want a nice diversified portfolio. As far as this election is going on in Georgia, I'm trying to distance myself from anything political uh, back in the United States because it just makes me more calm and I, I try to be just distanced from it in general because my, my, my view towards politicians both sides of the aisle in the middle of the aisle is just so disgusting at this point that it's tough for me to really get behind anybody. So I'd rather just focus on what I'm good at, and that's, that's picking winning stocks uh, for the long term. So I will say this, though. Uh, I know what markets price in, and I know how markets react to things. Markets like certainty. So they've priced in that the Republicans will win the two seats in Georgia. That's been priced in for a while. It's now bound about 50-50. That's why you've seen some volatility in stocks and some pullbacks in some specific sectors. If it, that ends up being the case and the Dems win both those seats and they have then have the majority uh, throughout all three, uh, um, uh, the, both houses and, and the White House, so all three, that, that typically isn't something the market likes to see. All that being said, I think you'll see a short-term reaction that happens, which will be selling. I think it'll be a great buying opportunity because you're going to see 2,000 checks. You're going to see <laughs> Joe Biden spend like a drunken, uh, drunken sailor. Uh, you're going to see interest rates remain low. You're, you're going to pump up the economy for several years, so it'd still be good for equities uh, and good for asset classes such as cryptos and, and any other hard asset class. So uh, if anything, it's a short term. If the, if the Republicans win, as a lot of people anticipated early on, uh, status quo. So either way, three to four weeks from now, I see us up higher. It's just a matter of how we get there. Do we have a more quick pullback because the Dems win both, or do we see the Republicans win and just have a small pullback and, and we keep going? Again, trying to time day to day or week to week, being a day trader is one of the most impossible things in the world. Uh, I, I've seen so many people try and fail. Uh, I've tried it many, many years ago. It's just not, it's not easy. Okay, so let's get into stocks. Let's talk about Alibaba first. You know, Alibaba's uh, got a hell of a pullback. Um, all types of things going on with the Ant Financial that they were spinning off. And then last minute, China said, nope, you're not doing it to Jack Ma going at it with the Chinese government. Uh, rumors yesterday Jack Ma was missing. Today they said he isn't missing. So Alibaba lost about a third of its uh, value from the high um, in late October to the low of last week. It's bouncing back today. It's about 5%. Uh, 
but I, I took a look at some of its competitors and how it's done. Uh, take a look at Pinduoduo, which is PDD. Take a look at JD.com, which is JD. Take a look at Tencent, T-C-E-H-Y. Uh, those are all Chinese companies and, and all breaking out the highs or near highs. Uh, Mercado Libre, M-E-L-I, which is a uh, South American company uh, in, in e-commerce, very similar to an Alibaba, uh, just off an all-time high. So. The great thing about taking a, a, a basket approach is the fact that you're not really set in just Alibaba. I love Alibaba. We have it in a portfolio for subscribers, and I think it's a great buy on this pullback. I think it's a fantastic long-term buy. But what I'm trying to show you is you don't put all your eggs in one basket because you have Pin Duo Duo, which is crushing. I have for clients at Penn Financial Group, uh, up another 10% today to an all-time high. Uh, JD.com which last year we had a power portfolio. We closed that out, had a big gain in it. I now own it for a Penn Financial clients, up over 10% today to a new all-time high. Uh, so again, you know, just as Alibaba is having some issues in the last couple of months, these stocks continue to chug higher. That's why you want the basket approach. That's why you build your own ETF of stocks. All right, so my view is positive on all of them, uh, but I'm just saying uh, two things to take out of that. One, Alibaba can be bought, in my opinion, on a pullback. Uh, to uh, take the basket approach and you don't have to worry about Alibaba pulling back because the other ones in a basket are doing well. An area that could be directly affected by the election in Georgia is uh, cannabis and marijuana here in the States. If the Dems win both uh, the decriminalization and eventual legalization of marijuana uh, United States federally, uh, we'll have a much easier path in my opinion. And uh, you see some of the stocks that are breaking out that are doing well uh, based on that. Uh, Cureleaf is one of the biggest ones uh, based here in the States, which is uh, C-U-R-L-F is a symbol. Uh, stock is uh, breaking out today up 3.5% to a new all-time high. Keep in mind, this stock was under $3 in March, and now it's at 13 and change, so it's had a big run. Uh, as I mentioned, $8.8 .8 billion company. Last year, they had revenue of $221 million. Uh, by 2024, so in four years, looking to be $2.1 billion. So almost 10x in five years. That's, that's some hell of a growth. Uh, moving down the chain a little bit is uh, GTBIF, uh, which is Green Thumb Industries, about a $5.4 billion company. Very similar chart. It was just under $4 in March. Now it's at 25 and change. It's had even a bigger run than Cureleaf. Uh, they had about $216 million in sales last year, uh, up uh, to about $1.1, $1.2 billion in 2024. So valuation-wise, a little more attractive, actually, than Cureleaf at, at this level. Now let's move down the spectrum to even a little bit smaller. Uh, let's take a look at Columbia Care, which is CCHWF. This is one we actually have in a portfolio for our subscribers. Uh, Columbia Care is about $1.6 billion company. Uh, they had about $77 million in sales last year, uh, going up to about $634 in two years, and about $750 million uh, in, in 2024. So again, the, the smaller you get, the actually the better valuation that you have, believe it or not. So of the three, Columbia Care is the best valuation. I have no exposure to Cureleaf or Green Thing, but we, like I mentioned, we have Columbia Care uh, in one of our newsletter portfolios for subscribers. And again, as I always mention, uh, and I always should say early on, uh, nothing I say here is a recommendation. I'm not telling you to buy, sell, hold, anything. Uh, I'm sharing research. I'm sharing the thoughts in my head with you because um, I love doing it. And, and my goal is to continue to educate people because if I just told you what to do, you know, pay off your credit cards, that bullshit, nobody's gonna listen to me because it's boring. I wouldn't listen to me, but I have to get you excited. And, and one way to get excited is to talk about actual stocks, um, 
it's it's the only thing that works man I've been speaking in front of people for 15 20 years and you could talk and talk and talk and be the smartest guy on stage the richest guy on stage which I never am uh, but then you have me come on stage uh, usually a lot younger uh, cheaper suits not nearly as smart not nearly as rich but if you give good information you share actionable ideas it's up to them it's research but uh, you share that and it gets people actually connected to something and you know down the road they could be great investors so that's why we're here just so you know uh, that's why I do this uh, so that's my view on cannabis and again if, if uh, I think cannabis US based stocks are a great play I think they have to pull back a little bit but um, you know there's a lot of nice looking stocks out there right now so another stock that just kind of caught my eye it's been on my watch list for quite some time that's gonna be called uh, Genmab G-E-N-N-A-B the symbol is Genmab or Gmab G-M-A-B and this is a stock that was uh, IPO back in 2019 IPO'd around 17 bucks fell down about 15 now it's uh, right around 42 dollars a share about two and a half percent today three percent at an all-time high uh, this is a company based in Denmark so you probably never heard of it uh, it's about a 27 and a half billion dollar company though so it's a bigger company uh, they work on cancer drugs and are known for their antibody platform uh, they recently, just yesterday, launched a late-stage study for cervical cancer. Uh, what's amazing about this, the company is already making money. They're cash flow positive. Uh, they have earnings per share on the bottom line. Uh, the estimates are by uh, 2024, just four years from now, that they could be earning up to $25 per share. I just mentioned the stock's at 40, 42. I mean, put a, put a 10 PE on that, it's $250 stock. Big upside potential. There's always big risk with cancer drugs because you never know. But again, they're already making some money now. I think it's a, even though it's a $27.5 billion company, I believe it's very overlooked by Wall Street and by investors. So when you look at biotech and you want to have something that's a little bit bigger, maybe not as aggressive as small names, it's one not to ignore. So that's why I wanted to share this one with you. Again, I have no exposure to this in any way. Um, also want to share just in general, the biotech index, the NASDAQ Biotech Index, which is tracked by IBB, is the, is the uh, ETF, uh, has pulled back, I mean, it hasn't pulled back much, maybe, looking at the numbers here real quick uh, it's only pulled back about five percent or so from an all-time high but it filled the gap it's on price supports so right above the 50-day moving average I think that five percent pullback that we've had uh, could be a nice buying opportunity for biotech stocks in general so just something to keep in mind uh, let's take a look at uh, another one I came across and there's no rhyme or reason these stocks uh, this one is called ISO energy uh, it trades in uh, in uh, it's a Canadian company but it trades here over the counter uh, and the symbol is I-S-E-N, oops, sorry, I-S-E-N-F. So I-S-E-N-F, ISO Energy. And it was below 25 cents, around 20 cents in March. It's now a buck 85. It's up another 23 cents or 14% today. Uh, this is a uranium company. <clears throat> I didn't do too much research on it. It's a small company, $173 million. All I'm saying is when it comes to this, the more and more I talk to smart people, People in energy, people outside energy people, they just know the world. And I will say down here where I'm staying, there's a lot of very smart people down here. And this topic's come up a couple times, uranium and the expansion of, of nuclear energy uh, as a potential of clean energy, and it really is. And people think Chernobyl, think Three Mile Island. Uh, it's, it's, Chernobyl was just Chernobyl. I mean, you can't relate that to anything. Uh, and then Three Mile Island, it really wasn't anything of, of, of source. And you know, it's, I actually went to school not too far from there. I will say this, it's got a bad rap. Um, until recently, I believe France got about 80% of their energy from nukes. <clears throat> I see it going, to, they're, they're working on like small cell nuke plants. 
Uranium is something to keep an eye on. Uh, following U.S. dollar, resources doing well. I think uranium is one something we can't ignore. Uh, so I'm going to do more research in uranium. But this is a company that caught my eye. Another one is uh, BYDDF, uh, which is BYD. It's a Chinese company uh, that trades here in the States. You may have heard of it. Uh, it's been around quite some time, but this is a stock that's up another 6% today. Uh, this is really, it's a, it's a vehicle stock. It's an $80 billion uh, automaker in China. Uh, it makes regular cars as, as well as uh, electric vehicles. Stock was below $5 here in the States in March. It's now up just below $30, so almost, that's about 6X since March. This is a company that I've loved, and, and I, I, I owned it back in the day, and it went from a couple bucks to 10 bucks to a couple bucks to five to 10 back and forth. I don't even remember if I made money, lost on money. I know I don't have any exposure to it for a long time, but I kind of gave up on it. And that's my fault because now it's finally taken off. And uh, it's, it's, it's just interesting. It's one you want to keep an eye on. Uh, they, they have some plays when it comes to autonomous vehicles in the future, electric vehicles in the future. Like I said, they have cars now. And uh, Chinese autos have been hot. And this is a big company. It's a big name over in China. If, if you've ever been in China, you've heard of it. Uh, even if not, you've probably heard of it. Uh, and speaking of China, another company I want to mention really quick, and somebody brought this up in Twitter, that one of my colleagues said to sell this company a month or two ago or a couple weeks ago, and this is Baidu, B-I-D-U. This is a company we have in a portfolio. I love this company. I, I, this is uh, the autonomous driving, self-driving leader in China. The second largest economy in the world, one of the most populous countries in the world. This is the leader. Why would you not want to be involved in this? And what's amazing is I, I'm running up my Investment Opportunities newsletter, which goes out uh, Thursday after the bell. So if you're not yet a member, please sign up. We, get, we sell it as low as $49 for the year. You get access to all portfolios. Uh, go to InvestorPlace.com slash MoneyWire, and you get all the information there. Uh, anyway, so Baidu's been in there a while. We were up. We were down on it. Actually, down pretty big at one point. I said, buy more, buy more, and now we're up nicely on it. But an analyst came out as I'm researching it uh, for, the, for the issue on Thursday. An analyst came out recently and said, I'm going to put an evaluation of their Apollo division, and, and their Apollo divisions are self-driving division, uh, $15 billion. And, and I laughed to myself as I'm reading this because the Apollo division has been around a while, but it's funny how people just don't do their research. It's only a $73 billion company. Suddenly he's giving it $15 billion of self-driving. So you're telling me it was zero before? I mean, come on, like the fact that you call yourself an analyst and you didn't have any valuation on that in the past is crazy to me. And again, that's what we do. We try to look ahead and look outside the box. We're not traditional Wall Street. We're not old Wall Street. We're new Wall Street. And I hate to even use the term Wall Street because I'm obviously in Nicaragua right now. When I'm back home, I spend most of my time in Baltimore. So I'm not even a Wall Street guy. But you get the point of what we're saying. We're new Wall Street, folks. All of us are. If you're watching this, you're new Wall Street. So keep an eye on Baidu as well. It's weird because I didn't do this purposely, but I'm noticing now another foreign stock that trades here. Uh, it is a Chinese stock as well. It's called Anta Sports, A-N-T-A. Uh, the symbol here in the States is A-N-P as in Paul, D as in dog, Y. A-N-P-D-Y. Anta Sports Products. And this company is about a $45 billion company. They got another big company, but people probably don't know it because it's a Chinese company. It's a Chinese sporting goods store, basically. Uh, they own thousands of stores in China. They have uh, earnings per share growth going forward of 34%, uh, off revenue growth of 17%. Uh, 
this is a, you're seeing more and more uh, Chinese population, especially younger population, get into sporting goods. Uh, this is something that I love. The stock's up over 3% today, up to $420 a share. It was at 150 back in March. And uh, it's, it's one that I've had on my watch list. I don't have any exposure to it and buy it. But man, you go back to 2014, the stock's at like 20 bucks. Now it's at 420. I still think there's upside potential. You think about uh, the, what we call TAM, total addressable market of Chinese sporting goods stores. And it's trading at 45 billion. It could be much bigger than that, obviously. So it's one to keep an eye on. Now moving back to the States and, and a much smaller company, but again, a company I have out of my watch list for a long time and I kicked myself for not buying it back when it was in the single digits. Uh, I remember pitching it to one of, our, one of the guys and they, they laughed at me because it's such a boring concept. Uh, but the company's called The Joint. And no, not marijuana, but you know, joints. Symbol is J-Y-N-T. Uh, chiropractic. So it's chiropractic um, uh, offices. And you think about it, like, I've been to chiropractors and I love and hate them. Sometimes I think they work, sometimes I think it's like voodoo medicine, and sometimes it works, sometimes it hasn't. And in New York, I used to go religiously at a place across the street until one day he had a bad adjustment on me. I came home and it was like two blocks away, it was right in Columbus Circle, right next to CNN's offices. And it took me like 30 minutes to walk two blocks. The pain was insane, so bad that, that I had to get a doctor to give me a shot of pain reliever in my neck, muscle relaxer in my neck. I couldn't even walk, couldn't move my body. Uh, so I was done with them for a while, but I know a lot of people love them. I know the baby boomers love them uh, I don't like massages either though. I got one this weekend. It was pretty damn nice. I'll have to say uh, And I and uh, so back to joint in a minute, but I will say something I did try for the first time uh, A hot cold plunge has anybody ever done that where you go in like a hot tub for three minutes And you jump into freezing cold water for a minute and you go back and forth like three or five times Well, I made it the longest in a cold plunge 31 seconds you're supposed to do it, I think, up to a minute. Uh, the one girl who runs a spa can do it three minutes. Uh, it's mind over matter, so before I leave here, I will be doing a minute, but uh, I gotta tell you, man, it felt good. As scary as it was, and I felt like I was going numb and tingly, uh, three minutes in the hot, one minute in the cold, it gets those vascular, uh, you know, uh, everything opened up. Whew, felt good, I feel like a million bucks after it. Uh, side note, sorry. So the joint, JYNT, $400 million, chiropractic uh, clinics. And it just bought another clinic uh, just this week, I saw. Uh, last year they brought in 47 million uh, by two years from now looking for 91 million so almost double in three years uh, by 2022 52 cents a, a, per share in earnings which is great uh, they have uh, looking at the next couple of years 23% growth revenue 23% growth uh, bottom line as well so we got some really growth nice growth numbers and again it's one of those niche uh, ones breaking out today I like it in the mid 20s again this isn't gonna be the most exciting one but I, I it's 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 one of those ones that it could slowly be a big winner. It's more than double when I first found it and I didn't do anything about it and I'm kicking myself. So, all right, that's what I have for you. But now I got the five stocks you all asked me about and I just picked kind of five random ones. Uh, and here we go, a little speed round here. And these are from people on Twitter. And if you wanna follow me on Twitter, as you probably already know, Matthew McCall. Don't forget to like, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast, um, and, you know, because we wanna keep this growing and keep doing more. Once I get back to the office, we have a, uh, a new setup all ready to go. I talked to my producer today. He emailed me to see if I was coming back in this week. I said, hell no, I'm staying in paradise for a little longer. But um, the first talk people asked about was Open Door Technologies, O-P-E-N. Uh, this is real estate services. This is real estate uh, meets technology. You know, the real estate um, uh, sector to me is one of the most ripe for disruption. I mean, everything is disrupted. This has not been disrupted yet. Uh, I, I am so ready for it to be. And nothing against realtors, nothing against mortgage uh, brokers, nothing against title insurance people, nothing against anybody personally. It's just I see the writing on the wall. 
it's meant to be upended. So uh, OPEN is Open Door Technologies. It just recently uh, went public via SPAC. $13.5 billion market cap. But what's amazing about it, looking for $6 billion sales in two years. By 2025, $18 billion in sales. So you think to yourself, if you're growing that big from 2022 to 2025, 3x in that time frame, you're probably trading at what? Let's be realistic here. Five to 10 times sales, depending on probably at some point in that cycle, 10 times sales. 10 times sales of 18 billion is a 180, that's over a 10 bagger. So stock's up 7% today. I don't know if I buy it here, it's gonna be extremely volatile. It's a post SPAC. Uh, I'm gonna do more research, but I have exposure for clients to several other um, companies that in the technology real estate area uh, for a power portfolio that Louis Nevely and I just put out for 2021 after crushing the market in 2020. We put a very small real estate company in there that I think could take advantage of this upending. Uh, I will tell you, I think I told many, many of you uh, last time, and if you're, you, a lot of people are asking on Twitter, I bought a piece of land not too far south of here, maybe uh, half a mile, not even, a uh, piece of land on the, on the water that I'm gonna build a beautiful house that you all are invited once it's done in two years. Uh, but I bought a piece of land and it was so easy. I wired the money like this. Um, the paperwork was done two pages like this. Uh, it's just so much easier down here. And, and then, uh, you know, to, to build a house, I said, what if I wanna borrow some money down here to do that? I said, I said, I just don't wanna borrow money and go through the steps of proving all my income for my companies and all that BS. I just, it's, I have it, but it's just a pain in the ass. They go, no, it's just two pages. You sign your name over. I mean, that's, I, I don't think we're going back to third world country, but we're going to blockchain, we're going to technologies, and these are the types of companies that will change that, folks. Um, what's called Matterhorn. It's not a publicly traded company, but I wish it was. I'm gonna look into it and see if there's any other ones. That's where you can basically have 3D walk through a house. It's amazing. That's the future, folks. Uh, okay, that's one of five. Number two, talk about future. A lot of people have been asking about this. Uh, this is a stock that I have uh, for subscribers. Uh, nice today, up to 15%. E-Hang Holdings, I've talked about this many times. It was down to eight bucks in November, hit almost 30, now we're at 24 and a half. Symbol E-H. Uh, this is uh, UAVs, unmanned aerial vehicles, um, flying cars, I like to call it, uh, drones. Uh, this is the future too, I, I gotta tell you. Uh, this is definitely the future of the world. So I, I love this company. Uh, it's a small yet, which is great. It's only $1.2 billion company. Um, it has, uh, as I mentioned, drones, flying cars, earnings growth of 127% next two years, revenue growth of 79%, huge growth, huge opportunity. Love this for the long term. Will be extremely volatile, but love it long term. Uh, next one's a, a recent IPO, uh, NNOX, Nano X Imaging. Uh, this was an IPO back in August, around 20 bucks, ran to 65 in a month, back down to about 23, back up to 70, and back down to 40. Now we're at 45, so this bad boy's been all over the place. Uh, NNOX, about $2.1 billion company. They're low-cost x-ray screeners for the masses. They're looking to be able to like this x-ray screening for like um, uh, emerging markets, that type of stuff, developing worlds, just to the masses. Uh, they look to be profitable in 2023. Uh, revenue next year, uh, and then about revenue about $150 million in 2022. Uh, I don't have revenue estimates past 2022, but the few estimates I have for profitability in 2023, uh, the, the few estimates have it uh, projected to make $8.23 a share uh, in three years from now. Again, I don't know if that's realistic. Let's cut it in half, let's say four bucks. And even if it trades at 30 times that, which it probably will if it's, if it's getting that fast, you know, 30 times four is 120, and stocks at 45, we can see, you know, very easy, almost three X to the upside. So 
One to keep an eye on. I didn't do no more research, but a lot of people have been asking about it. Stock number four you've asked about. I never even heard of this one until today. Uh, Lantern Pharma, another IPO in June. IPO around 15, fell to 10, ran to 22, now around 19 bucks a share. LTRN is a symbol, very small company. Um, $120 million market cap. Clinical stage oncology. Uh, they claim to be using AI, uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, genomics to come up with uh, their oncology drugs. I love that, all buzzwords though. It doesn't really mean much unless I see something. No revenue uh, forecasted in, in the next several years. So a little too aggressive for me. I like to see some type of revenue. Uh, again, I could do more research potentially, but I don't see it right now. And last but not least, the fifth one, and this is actually pretty interesting. I have something to tell you about this. Uh, this is VG Acquisition Corp, which is uh, basically Virgin and Virgin Group. So that's Richard Branson's group. Uh, you know, they, they, uh, they took um, uh, SpaceX went, uh, or not SpaceX, sorry. Uh, Virgin Galactic went uh, public not too long ago via SPAC and uh, symbols SPCE. You know, as at 10 bucks, it rallied up to 40, back down to 10. Now it's around 24 bucks a share up a little bit today. Uh, but you're backing a horse here. You're backing Richard Branson. Uh, it's trading around 11.44 today. It's up about 3% today. You know, SPACs are $10 is what they start at. All of them except for one, except for Pershing, uh, Tantine, which is um, uh, Bill Ackman's, which I own personally for myself. And that, that's one started at 20. Keep in mind, if you're buying at 10, 50, 11 or so, your downside really is 10 bucks because you have the opportunity when, when either, if they don't do anything in two years, you get your money back at 10 bucks. If they do something, you, you have the opportunity to say, I want my money back, I like the deal, get back at 10 bucks. So your downside risk, if you buy it, let's say 11, is a dollar. And what I'm putting together, and I've been working on uh, tirelessly while I'm down here, which I'm working harder down here, it's crazy, uh, is coming up with a portfolio of SPACs based on what I call the jockeys. And that is on guys like Richard Branson, uh, guys like Shamath, um, guys like Bill Ackman. Uh, it's a couple other big name guys out there, uh, Billy Bean of Moneyball, uh, that you know they have connections, you kind of know what sectors they're going after, and you build this portfolio. Let's say we get into five, and the average cost is 11 bucks, because some of them are trading at premiums above that 10. Four go back to 10, all right, you're out four bucks. But one of them hits it and goes to 50. You're up 39. 39 minus four is 35 on a 44 investment. That's a hell of a return. So I'm looking into that right now. I've not done anything yet with it, uh, but I'm looking into it and I think there's a lot of big potential there. SPACs are a type of thing that if you, if you do it right, I think you could be extremely, extremely successful. All right, folks, from Paradise, as you can see back there, don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, follow me on Twitter, Matthew McCall. Share if you need anything, let us know, shoot me messages. You can find me on the website. We have a great customer service team. We got Power Portfolio still running right now. Louis and I, we got our top real estate stock out there. Uh, we just added to the portfolio uh, recently. So thank you all so much. I, I hope you all had a wonderful, safe, happy holiday, happy new year. Uh, 2021 was a crazy damn year, but we made a ton of money and I can't wait for 2021 to be a better year and you do even better in the stock market. Uh, we're starting off on the right foot. And uh, again, go out there, smile, enjoy yourself. I might go jump, jump in that uh, ocean right now because I got a little sweaty out here doing this. But again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for sharing, for supporting us. Again, I'm Matt McCall and this is your Nicaraguan Moneyline. Moneyline with Matt McCall. To find more information, head over to McCallMoneyWire.com. That's McCallMoneyWire.com.